his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And we are live in Fort Myers, Florida, beautiful Lee County sports facility here in Fort Myers. The grass is green. The infield looks perfect. First game Friday right here on CCO Radio, 5 o'clock Friday. We've got the Twins and the Gophers. How fun is that going to be? Tomorrow we'll talk with the uh, head coach of the Gophers baseball team, John Anderson, in his final season. Uh, he'll join us during drive time, I think, right at this time, right? Four o'clock, Dan? Uh, yeah, 4.05. Yeah. Exactly. So one hour or one day from today. That's yes. right. Yes. Yeah. So that should be good. And then we'll have the game live here on CCO at 5 o'clock uh, on Friday. So should be good stuff. We are, of course, uh, continuing to think about and uh, pray for and wrap our arms around the families of the fallen police officers and saying fallen, I, it almost, uh, certainly unintentionally, but it almost minimizes the fact they were murdered. They are mur- absolute murder victims. Shannon Gooden is the name that the medical examiner released early this morning. Uh, the killer who gunned down those two officers, uh, hit another officer, and then also killed a firefighter paramedic who was assigned to that critical incident response team in Burnsville. Lou Raguse has been covering this story since it broke on Saturday for CARE 11. Lou joins us often on this show because he breaks news so often. And yesterday, Lou uh, got an interview that I think is important for you guys to hear and consider because one of the angles of this story is the fact that there are two, two different women who petitioned the court trying to get uh, restraining order against Shannon Gooden, and they both failed to get those restraining orders. Uh, Lou is with us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Thanks for being here, Lou. Thanks, Jason. You interviewed uh, uh, the ex-girlfriend of Shannon Gooden yesterday, right? Yeah, her name is Noemi Torres. And and what what did she say about about their relationship and about any indication that she had that that he was still still violent so they had three children together she was not the woman who was in the house the one that called 911 early sunday morning her three children primarily lived with shannon gooden because they had a contentious custody battle they had joint custody but ultimately the judge gave most of the time they stayed with their dad most of the time 
So she was not present, but she received a text message from Shannon's current girlfriend uh, about what had happened. And uh, as far as red flags and warning signs along the way, she said that when she was with him, he did not have that arsenal of guns. She was not aware that he had all those uh, guns there until she was told about it on Sunday. But he was very abusive physically, mentally, emotionally. Uh, when when he w- was worried that she would call 911 on him, he would say things like, if you call 911, I'll kill all the officers that come. Here, Here's a little so, bit of uh, what she said to you in the story that aired on CARE 11 last night. Like, whenever he thought that I would call the cops, like, to throw fear at me, he's like, I'm going to have a standoff. I'm going to kill everybody, and I'm going to, you know, it's always been immortalizing like this fantasy of how he's gonna go he know? said that to you literally yeah, yeah like back before all of this and so what lou what what was the the timeline of when they were together and when when uh, shannon gooden uh, allegedly said those kinds of things in the 20 teens yeah is when they had their relationship by 2017 he had a, a new girlfriend who is the woman that he was with on sunday night now, they had abuse in their relationship as well. She filed for a restraining order, but then ended up uh, basically taking it back. So that restraining order was, was never completed. He received sole custody of the children he had with that woman. But then she went back uh, to the relationship and was living with him and with all these kids when everything occurred on Sunday morning. Lou, Lou Raguz from CARE 11. And Lou, in one of the uh, one of the sound clips that you shared, and you can follow Lou at Lou Raguz, R-A-G-U-S-E, on X or Twitter. Uh, Naomi uh, was talking about, uh, ugh, it's all just so heartbreaking, right? She was talking mm-hmm. about... Yeah those kids in the house and and, and that uh, Gooden sort of tried to shield their ears like like that he was he knew he was going to start shooting at police it wasn't just like a spur of the moment kind of thing absolutely it, it seemed to be that something that he had been planning uh, in case it came to that so she had learned she didn't know at the time but she learned that he had been taking the kids to the shooting range and exposing them to guns and so before he started shooting at the police and first responders, he put shooting range earmuffs on at least two of the kids oh. that were in the room with him. And they were there as he was shooting at police, and they were in the room when he killed himself. And before he did that, he basically asked them if they wanted to die with him. Oh. It's just such a heartbreaking uh, detail. And to think of, you know, obviously her pain as a, as a mom and those kids who are going to, you know, you're, you're a dad, I'm a dad. You think about, you just think about those kids, Lou, obviously we're all, we're all thinking about uh, the police officers and the firefighter who lost their lives. Uh, But my gosh, these kids, what a road they're going to have. Yeah. And something that really stuck with me again, as a dad is that, you know, when I asked, how are your kids doing now? She said, well, it breaks my heart. Um, the unconditional love even though he's a monster uh even though he's this evil person they have this unconditional love for their parent Mm. and it just breaks her heart that he put them in that position and he did this not just to those first responders but in turn he did this to his family as well wow what lou raguz from care 11 is with us lou did did she have any sense as to why you know she she did try to file a restraining order once yes 
Yeah, she did. Um, why did Why did she fail? Why didn't she get it? Well, what it says is that she wasn't able to prove the allegations. Mm. And th- those things are sticky. They're messy in a lot of yeah. different ways. Especially um, when there's things, custody, things all of this exactly. going on. And, and, you know, part of the whole thing is he had a very high-paying job. He made, in 2023, he made $140,000 as an auto body painter. So he had a, a lawyer, a very good lawyer. And he had people lined up to testify on his behalf. Um, he had text messages that, you know, tried to make her look like a bad mom. And she really didn't have anything. She's representing herself. Um, she, all her family's from New York. Uh, she's at a severe disadvantage when this thing goes to court. And, you know, ultimately she did have joint custody with him, but really the kids were his for all intents and purposes. Yeah. It's and to make a... matters worse, it, it sounds like he was really uh, brainwashing the kids to a certain extent. And, you know, they wanted to be with him. And that complicates things when you have these custody cases as well. Right. Right. Ugh. Yeah, and she, I'm sure, feels like as you're you're going through this process, she feels like no one believes her, and everyone, you know, he he's got the high paying job, and yeah, the kids seem to love him and not her, and then to to think what actually happened here, ugh. Well, and systemically, I think both you and I looking at this and thinking about, all right, where where was the hole in the system? Where was the spot? where someone could have intervened and things maybe wouldn't have gone this way. And my initial thought was towards that, you know, that area of restraining orders where you say two different women uh, were unsuccessful in trying to get a restraining order. It does make you think, you know, obviously we have to give people, uh, you know, a a fair hearing and all of that and, you know, equal justice and their their chance to prove their innocence. But it sure seems like maybe – one of these women should have been successful, right? Is there something yeah, wrong with yeah, the system yeah. that makes it that hard to get a restraining order against a guy like this? It would be nice if they'd be able to look at the pattern of behavior like that. And I should mention that this morning, you know, the courthouse was closed yesterday, so I wasn't able to get a lot of the stuff. This morning I found out there was actually a third woman back in 2005 who attempted to get a restraining order against him as well. Uh, that case has been destroyed uh, because of the, the amount of time that has passed since then but it's noted on the court docket. So three different women were unsuccessful in obtaining uh, restraining orders against him over this period of time. And that's not even going into how he had his rights to own guns taken away at one point and then unsuccessfully uh, appealed to get those rights back. I I went through that file today. He had his current girlfriend give a character witness statement for him Hmm. to try to get his gun rights back. Now, this is the woman who just a couple years before attempted to file that restraining order against him because of the abuse. Yeah. Yeah, which is something you see, uh, sadly and tragically, in some of these family court cases, right, where you have, it's 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 the love, it's the fear, it's the, you know, the the, the concern that, that it won't make a difference anyway, or if it goes through, is your life at risk? Are are you safer with him or or away from him? It's such a such a heartbreaking scenario. It, it is, and the more that you know, it, for in my career, talking to women who've been victims of domestic abuse has probably been the most eye-opening mm. interviews that I've done. Right, and it's amazing how many similarities there are from one instance to the other. Uh, like a, a man threatening to hurt himself, threatening to hurt the kids, and as well as her. Um, really 
diminishing her self-worth, making her feel like she's all alone and he needs her. It's like all these patterns were existing in this Shannon Gooden case, just like they are in so many other domestic abuse cases. And, you know, sadly, this one ended in a basically what he thought would be a suicide by cop in which he killed three first responders before he killed himself. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh. Lou Raguse from Care 11 just doing uh, incredible reporting, helping to illuminate some of the, the really the depth of the challenges with uh, this man, with uh, his relationships, with his, uh, you know, that that account of him going to the shooting range and bringing the children is, is just it's it's tough. All of it is tough. Lou, I appreciate you. Thanks for being with us. Yep. Thanks so much. Care11.com. You can see Lou's full report. You can follow him on Twitter. Also, he's linked to that. That's Lou Raguse, R-A-G-O-U-S-E. It is 3.20, 4.20. What time is it? 4.20. <laughs> I'm in Florida. It's 5.20 here, 4.20 there. We'll be back in just a minute here on Drive Time. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. <laughs> Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.